Happy New Year! The perfect way to kick off the new year is a Brazil sweet, smooth, chocolatey goodness. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So back to work after the Christmas break, but it's really good that we're coming back with this fantastic Brazil. Grown by the Vieira family, um, who have specialised in coffee production for three generations now, um, and it's headed by Aldolfo, uh, Aldolfo Vieira Fiera, um, whose attention to detail and commitment to producing amazing coffee is second to none. He truly is a genius. Um, the farm employs a high number of workers, um, higher than most farms in Brazil, um, and that's because he likes to carry out most of the production process by hand, um, just so he can guarantee quality, as opposed to others that use mechanical uh, picking and things. Um, they do everything from soil preparation for planting to hand picking the cherries. Um, and it, like, in return, the farm looks after the workers. So people live on the farm, they, they have a school, um, they have uh, healthcare facilities, um, they have professional training and environmental education there as well for all of the workers. Um, and the farm very much takes its uh, environmental sustainability very seriously um, by uh, Brazilian environment protection laws, but also by keeping native forest. Um, they have a little uh, protected reserve um, that's often visited by tourists from out of country, but also local school children um, and ecologists. And the farm regularly plants new trees, um, particularly around the water source, in order to maintain the local uh, ecosystem. Um, Paseo's coffee, as I said, is quite unusual, as it's a hand-picked coffee, uh, and only picked when the cherries, cherries reach the advanced stage of ripeness, um, and they avoid picking the green cherries. In Brazil, what happens a lot of the time is they'll pick everything and sort it afterwards, but not at Paseo. Um, the farm has several different varietals on the farm. This is a, a lot called Ruby, but there's also a hybrid uh, of Mundanovu, uh, which is a hybrid of Mundanovu and Katura. Uh, uh, but they also have a lot of other varietals on the farm. Um, this was processed separately to all those other lots, so it could maintain its own uh, cupping characteristics, if you like. So on your bag, I don't have a bag with me, badly prepared, but on the bag you'll have the cupping notes of milk chocolate, caramel and Brazil nut. Now, um, you'll have seen lots of Brazil coffees that will have very similar descriptors on them. And I find, for me, Brazil has this uh, very typical profile um, of milk chocolate in there. It's something that is definitely uh, a common characteristic in Brazilian coffees. Um, and something that I love, because what it allows them to be is much more of a drinking, chugging coffee than, say, you know, a Kenyan, which is high in acidity and black currant, it's not necessarily a coffee coffee. This is much more of a sit down with a big mug and enjoy. So let's go find out a little bit more about Brazil from Geography Steve. Coffee production in Brazil is responsible for about a third of all coffee production, making Brazil by far the world's largest producer a position that is held in the last 150 years. 
Coffee plantations cover some 27,000 square kilometres, my favourite way of measuring things, or 10,000 square miles, if you like the square miles, uh, and they're mainly located in southeastern states of Minas Gerais, Sao Paulo and Paran, where the environment and climate provide ideal growing conditions. The crop first arrived in Brazil in the 18th century, and the country has become the dominant producer in the 1840s. Brazil's coffee prospered since the 19th century, where the Italian immigrants came to work in the coffee plantations. Production is a share of the world's coffee output peaked in 1920, with the country supplying 100% of the world's coffee, but has declined since the 1950s due to increased global coffee production. The Feder Federative Republic of Brazil is the largest country in South America and Latin America, uh, with 8.5 million square kilometres. 3.2 square miles, um, with over 208 million people. Brazil is the fifth largest country by area and the sixth most populous. The capital is Brasilia and the largest city is Sao Paulo. The ruby varietal is a hybrid of Mundanovu and Catayi. Now, Mundanovu is grown a lot in Brazil and is well suited to the climate, as well as having a high yield and a resistance to disease. It's also characterised by a sweet, thick mouthfeel and a very low acidity. Catayi is also very common in Brazil, which accounts for around about 50% of the coffee produced. Uh, and is known for being a small dwarf plant uh, due to its size. So Ruby is just a mixture of Mundanuvu and Catayi. So let's all get in the has-been time machine and go back to a time where everything was different. Yes, in my farm, we produced about uh, 80,000 bags. The Which total... is a lot of bags, that's yes. more than Bolivia. Yes. So yes. you produce more coffee yes. than yes. Bolivia on your farm. Yes, For in, in special coffee we produce about 50% this quantity, about 4,000 4, bags. So Aldolfo has done this by planting some unique varietals on the farm? Yes. And also uh, with unique processing. And I think that your processing is quite different to lots of processing. I've seen your natural processing. Yes, we specialize in, in natural process because uh, poop natural is more easy to do a, a good coffee, but natural process in Brazil isn't easy to, to make, and uh, in, in our farm we specialize in this process in small lots, micro lots, to improve the quality. Yeah, and uh, by having micro lots, uh, Adolfo has found coffees that we can try some and we go, actually that doesn't work so much for me, and this one, oh I love this one, and we worked with you with the Ruby and the Tapazio last year. So can you tell us a little bit about Ruby as a varietal and yeah. how you came to work with that coffee? Yes, Ruby and Topaz, we, we planted about five, six years ago, a new varieties that we, we are testing and we, 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 we see the quality. In the, the he find the quality the best quality of the farm. Ruby is a very a variety a crosser. Catuai and Mundo Novo, Topazio too. Normally, Ruby 
Yes, red coffee and the topazo yellow coffee. So Mundo Novo is a, a varietal that was developed in Brazil and it's very much a Brazilian variety and works very well in Brazil, doesn't it? Yeah. And Catayi is the other? Yes, yeah. Catayi and Mundo Novo are developed in Brazil yeah. and the, uh, Mundo Novo uh, has 70% of Bourbon and the Catuai too. E the, the crosser uh, between Mundo Novo and Catuai, uh, original Rubi and Topazo, excellent quality, excellent produce. And I think this is really important because what Adolfo's done on the farm, he hasn't planted varieties that aren't going to work well there. So we see lots of people plant geisha in places where you shouldn't plant geisha. And geisha in Brazil should never ever be planted never, ever. Never, never. But some people will try it and they'll plant varietals that don't fit where they go. And what you've done is you've selected coffees that fit the soil and the climate that you have. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? And this is, this is why it's so exciting to work with somebody like this because they're not just going with the latest trend. They're going with coffees that are going to be really tasty and really delicious. Um, and as you're going to see, and I'm going to see when I'm back with you in just a moment. But like, I think, you know, big hero worship for Aldolfo coming to talk to us today. It's amazing. And thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. How cool was it having Aldolfo? And how cool was the old set? We should go back to the old set. I don't like this one. Stupid. Um, let's go into tasting the coffee. So. As I said to you earlier, this is just a classic Brazil. Brazils have this lovely kind of milk chocolate, caramel, nuttiness to them that's delicious. Yes, sometimes it's dark chocolate over milk chocolate, and this time it's milk chocolate. Sometimes it's caramel, sometimes it's white sugar. This is caramel. Sometimes it's walnut, sometimes it's Brazil nut. This one is Brazil nut. It is delicious, it's a great coffee. I could chug this all day. Thank you very much for joining me. I just love having Aldolfo on. I love how, look how confused he is. He has no idea what's going on. Um, but do remember, this new year is too short for bad coffee. So we'll start again. It's because of the door. They're, they're opening the door. Stop opening the door!